0: Welcome back to Well, that's interesting. The that's big. I wonder how it got that way. Edition. Oh no! <laughs> what got big this time? It's never a good thing. This is this is a pretty good thing. Okay. This is okay. actually a really it's a safe thing. Okay. It's a safe thing. I promise. Today is in between 097 massive massive bacteria. Okay. <laughs> And Jupiter once snacked on planets. That is a concept. Oh yeah. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know planets could snack. I didn't know either. On other planets. Oh my god, this is wild. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's even a really cute term for it, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> cute. <laughs> uh, I'm Jill Chacha and I am with the uh, just adorable Marissa Riley. That's me. I'm here <laughs> and I'm cute. She's adorable. Yes. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to The Flaw. Welcome. Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about and
1: now that I do I'm a little excited and a very like confused
0: (laughs) is it the bacteria part or the eating planets part both yeah (laughs) it's it's that kind of in-betweeny yes my friends today we're going to talk about two recent discoveries that are changing the way we look at bacteria and our giant-ass friend in space jupiter Amazing. That's right. After today, when someone mentions the word bacteria, you'll have a slight chill run down your spine if you don't have that experience already. And when someone says Jupiter, you'll have to stop yourself from screaming in their face about all the cool shit researchers just discovered about its origins. Ooh! (laughs) Yes, this is an origin story. I love an origin story. So, are you ready, Dr. Marissa? I was born ready. All right, let's do it. To begin, we need to head on over to Paradise. We are knee-deep within the mangroves of the Guadalupe Archipelago oh, in la the Caribbean. La. Oh, la, la, take me there. I know. Now, where in the world's all this? Don't worry. My fellow geographically challenged Americans, I've got you. Everyone, please imagine Cuba. You got it. No problem. All right. Now, point to it. Okay. Okay. Now, move your finger east, and you'll see Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Amazing. Uh, move a smidge farther in the same direction, and there's Puerto Rico. Voila. Now, one last time, you move your finger east and then south, like you're drawing a comma. Okay. And here, within a smattering of many, many islands, is Guadeloupe, which is a group of islands in and of itself. Gorgeous. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. It was here in 2009, Olivier Gross, a marine biology professor at the Université de Antilles. Oh. I think I got that right to say yes in yes. Guadalupe <laughs> was doing what all marine biologists do, swimming around, picking up samples and having the goddamn time of his life doing so I'm genuinely jealous you I know. would love
1: to pick up uh, beautiful paradise uh, yeah. offerings yeah, that's as right. my job that's right. and then do you think he like drinks every day after work on the beach, Yes, not in a sad way, no. like in a happy way <laughs> in a happy
0: way I think yes. Yes. Um, Oh, God. I hope so. Yeah. I fucking hope so. So, it was like any other day until these stringy white things. Okay. (laughs) That's never a good way to start a sentence. (laughs) These stringy white things caught his eye. And, Dr. Marissa, I have a photo... Of these creatures. Okay. Uh, and there's a dime in the photo. All right. For scale, of mm, course. Okay. 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 <laughs> please, tell us, please tell us what you see. And, of course, all photos we talk about are on our social media stuff, so please come on by and um, take a look at these stringy white things. It's the best way I could describe it. And uh, after we take a look, Dr. Marissa, I thought you could read a little, from, uh, a little bit from Tom Hale's live science article to help explain who... They are. I love it. Okay. Yes, I would be ready, happy ready for the photo. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Oh, it's not as weird. No, it's 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 weird. It's um, it's very weird. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I see um half of a dime. Mm-hmm. We we can only see half of it in the photo, and then all around it are these kind of little like if you took a little pen and drew like a little squiggle. That's what these are, except they're white. Yes. And I think they're alive. Oh, yeah. They're very alive. So they're like little tiny white squiggles that are alive that I am now picturing going up my nose (laughs) and into my brain and turning me into a zombie Mm. and then turning everyone in New York into zombies Mm -hmm. and the world. And then finally, Mother Nature gets a break yeah. from the fucking humans, because <laughs> we're all dead, and turning into mulch for her garden.
0: Wow, that escalated. I love it. You're welcome. That's, that is it. And you saw this all in one photo. It I love it. was
1: a happy ending, it in was. case you were curious. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. That's what I saw in this photo. Incredible. Five stars. Uh, would watch again. You're welcome. Love that film. No problem. Thank you. So, uh, Dr. Marissa, please tell us a little bit about who uh, ended all of humanity. Go ahead. (laughs) Be for us. (laughs) I would love
1: love to. All right. From the article, giant new bacteria species is so big, it's visible to the naked eye. (laughs) It's going to kill me. Uh, Quote, a newly discovered species of bacteria is the largest ever observed, according to a new study published in... Science. That's right. That's the name of the journal. The journal. It's just, it's just science. Very fuck off. For yeah. <laughs> fuck y'all. Fuck off. It's science. <laughs> I think they need to add that um, little the, subheading. I'll
0: write them an email.
1: Fuck off. It's, it's fucking science. <laughs> fucking uh, fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> Continuing the quote, uh, quote, the single-celled bacterial cell is so big, it's comparable in size and shape to a centimeter-long human Mm. eyelash. I totally see it. Uh, To put things in perspective, it is the equivalent of humans encountering another human that would be as tall as Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, said uh, Jean-Marie Valland, first study author and marine biologist- from Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory in a pref- <laughs> I was so, <laughs> so good. Big. I totally fibbed the ending. Nope. Press conferenza. End quote. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. So yeah, they're eyelash size. Yeah. They're a single cell bacteria. A single cell. A single cell. The size of an, an eyelash.
0: long. Yes. A big, a big ass cell. <laughs> That's a big ass cell. Yeah. It's... What blows my mind is the equivalency that they gave. That it's if you met a person the size of Mount Everest, now fuck it. So, oh. <laughs> so, agreed. My friends, this is a single cell bacteria that's approximately 5,000 times larger than any other known bacteria. And I bet you have some questions like, mm-hmm. how the fuck? And will it hurt me? Yeah, that's the mm. one I'm asking. Yeah. How, how? Not necessarily will
1: it hurt me, but when will it hurt me mm. and what will that feel like? And what are the symptoms? So that when my doctor is like, you only really have a cold in your immune system, I'm like, no.
0: No, it's the largest bacteria they ever found. Yeah, it's the everest bacteria. <laughs> everest. Listen to me.
1: I know more than you. I don't. I know. I I am not a real doctor. I know nothing except for what
0: Google tells me. Tell me more, Jill. You got it, doctor. So this bonkers creature is deliciously called Theo Margarita Magnifica. I'll take three. I <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: sounds like the best drink in
0: the world. Incredible. Do you want to say it together? Yes. Theo, Theo Margarita, Margarita Magnifica. Magnifica. Oh, ah, delicious.
1: I, I feel like it's it's like a mezcal. Mm. Maybe some uh, some bitters, yeah. uh, grapefruit. Keep going, keep going. To heen around the rim, ooh, and then something mysterious like, um, yeah, what's um, yeah. what's like um, an umbrella? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to th- chartreuse. I was ah, the chartreuse. Nice. I don't like chartreuse, but every once in a while it'll pop up in something I'm drinking, and I'm right? like, this works. This works. Yeah.
0: I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. An umbrella. We should, yeah. yeah. We should work on that, making it. Let's do it later. Okay. Okay. So, sounds good. Now, before it got this name, Olivier, back in 2009, thought this had to be. A eukaryote, oh. not a single cell bacteria, thanks to it being the size of an eyelash. Yeah. Because last I checked, you couldn't see bacteria without a microscope. No. So what the fuck was a eukaryote, by the way? I looked it up. Eukaryote is basically an organism consisting of a cell or many cells uh-huh. in which DNA is in the form of chromosomes. Okay. And those are contained in a distinct nucleus okay. uh, there's also mitochondria and various distinct compartments inside it like cells in our body i was so. just thinking i'm like that's like us that's basically us he i thought also, it was yeah. something like us yeah the, euk-
1: the eukaryote is a, a wonderful name i want to make so many like terrible jokes about it so you want right. to make a ch- you carry out the trash <laughs> 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 oh you um carry out yeah what is it the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. We're gonna... I'm just looking at Shh. stuff in the room. Okay. It's okay. All right, it's going to be okay. It's okay. going to be all Thank right. Thank you. All right. It's <laughs> all right. So, uh, when, Olivia, uh, excuse me, when Olivier eventually did put this fucker under a microscope, quote, he noticed it lacked the classic hallmarks of a eukaryotic cell, namely a clearly defined nucleus and mitochondria, oh. end quote, from Tom Hale. So, wasn't a back, well wasn't a classic bacteria. No. And to make things even more kooky, he also noticed they didn't have the classic innards of a traditional bacteria either. What? Yeah not the innards. <laughs> not, the, not the innards. According to the New York Times, ye old traditional bacteria. They don't have compartments like ours. Instead, their DNA strand is just floating freely within its interior. Like, hey, man, whatever. This Theo Margarita Magnifica yes. is magnificently organized. Oh, it doesn't have compartments like ours per se. Okay, but that newly published study in the June 2022 issue of Science uh, it noted more than half a million copies of a genome are filed away in its outer membrane like a bookcase. Oh, wow. wild! So it's like. We are file cabinets. We have our own file
1: cabinets. We are file cabinets, but this, this is like a computer. (laughs) It's fucking, this is like, it's very well organized, very OCD. Yeah. It's a spreadsheet. She's mm, a spreadsheet. And we are just documents. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Why did I make that so sexy? (laughs) You did. I like leaned into you You too. You (laughs) did.
0: You actually hit on me. (laughs) I love it. Uh, So, uh, it's possible that this kind of organization is not only providing a strong structure, but it also helps with reproduction. So, before we get into how either of these things is possible, Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you an extreme close up of a portion of one strand. Amazing. And if you would, please describe what you see. I like to describe it as links of a sausage. I know, I'm hungry and (laughs)
1: thirsty. Great. Here we go. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, it's just links of sausage.
1: Isn't that crazy? It's so cute. It's just, but it's like, um, but it's in black and white. That's yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's not links of sausage.
0: It's not. But it looks like it. Yeah, but it does. I see four links. Yeah, very cute. <laughs> so each of these links of sausage or filaments has a membrane. And Dr. Marissa, please tell us a little bit more about what the fuck is going on here, which helps. Theomargarita get so massive. Nothing would make me happier. All right, from Carl Zimmer of The New
1: York Times, quote, inside the cells of Theomargarita magnifica,
0: the researchers, <laughs> God, I just want great. to say it and that drink it all so day,
1: uh, the researchers have discovered a bizarre, complicated structure. Their membranes uh, have many different kinds of compartments embedded in them like a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the compartments seem to be fuel generating factories uh, where the microbe can tap the energy and nitrates and other chemicals it consumes in the mangrove. Theo Margarita also has uh, compartments the scientists called Peppins, mm-hmm. sorry, oh, I just like bonked Jill in the arm. Uh, it was called, just so cute. You had to. <laughs> I had to. Uh, called Peppins, which contain hundreds of thousands of DNA strands. A huge supply of DNA may let it create the extra proteins it needs to get big. End quote. So it sounds like DNA yeah. helps it having a bunch of extra like mm-hmm. knowledge, like DNA. Yeah. Helps it get bigger. Totally. I just repeated what the quote was. (laughs) But then it also has other compartments to generate fuel. So not only is it using some compartments full of DNA to get bigger, it's using some compartments full of other stuff to get.
0: Yeah. It's eerily like our cells, but it's not. It's It's, not. It's just, it's it's an incredible, almost parallel universe of cells that function like us, but are not us.
1: Oh, my God. Crazy. Do you think it got here from a different universe? Ooh. Because the multiverse is real? Because Marvel told me so.
0: (laughs) It's our dreams (laughs) for people who saw Dr. Strange. (laughs) So here's something else cute to imagine. Uh, Sometimes a sausage link just grows and grows and grows. And sometimes a link is short and stubby. And sometimes, you guessed it, those fall off. Oh, womp, it then, womp. yeah. It then floats away, attaching attaching to just about anything in the mangrove, from leaves to oyster shells to glass bottles and even plastic bags. And there it begins forming its own long strands. So cute. And that's, that's its beautiful cycle. It's
1: a beautiful cycle, but it also do you know what kabamba is? No. Okay, so kabamba is a type of uh water weed. Yeah. Um, that whenever you cut off a piece of it, it grows into a whole new plant at a rapid rate. So, like in this Edwards Aquifer in a part of Texas, they would like kind of mow the the water grass, yeah, the and um and then it would like quadruple oh. in size because they would just be cutting little pieces, which would all be becoming their own no plants. plants. <gasps> I don't remember how they fixed it. If you know what I'm talking about, oh, DM us or that, I'll get Jill to talk about it. More. That is horrifying. It's horrifying, but that's what it made me think of immediately. I'm cabamba. sure. Kabamba. Cab- Doesn't that sound tasty it, as well? It does. I'm yeah. not even hungry today, and everything sounds like a tropical delight yes. I should
0: put in my mouth. I want a Kabamba with a Theo margarita. Oh! <laughs> I, want, I want a Kabamba this. Put some hot sauce on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but yeah i'm sure i'm sure the life cycle of this uh cut away and grow situation is quite different
0: yeah but that's yeah, kind of the same yeah kind of the same uh yeah so my friends it turns out these bacteria though are not nato- let's try that again delete delete turns out these bacteria however are notorious when it comes to growing in a lab however they just don't like it they refuse to grow so I since i get yeah. it i get sorry yeah. I, I i just get it no one wants to live no. somewhere like clinical
1: it's, exactly. like, it's like do you want to live in a hospital
0: no, no no one does no exactly so since 2009 every time research was conducted those biologists had to travel to those mangroves and hunt for live specimens yeah. so the work was and is kind of tedious which is why the paper came out in 2022 oh isn't that crazy wow so a round of applause for these folks who spend an enormous amount of time you can clap
1: okay <laughs> I was, like, (laughs) pantomiming a golf clap, and I needed to (laughs) let it
0: out. So, a round of applause uh, to these folks who spend an enormous amount of time looking for the world's largest bacteria so far. And, uh, you know what? You do what you love, folks, and you never work a day, apparently. I I think it sounds like a great job. Yeah. I love people
1: who love their jobs, especially when they involve the beach.
0: Yes. (laughs) The beach and bacteria. Yeah. You know? What a combo. Cheers. (laughs) So, after the break, Jupiter. Yes. How the fuck did you get that big? What? We finally have an answer. Yes. Uh, stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, we're hitching a ride on the NASA space probe. Oh my, Juno. Yeah. Juno. <laughs> oh you know. That's right. Sorry, Kababa. Do you want me to leave? <laughs> That's right. We are on our way to do some probing. Okay. And and I hope you downloaded a shit ton of content because we're heading to Jupiter, just a mere 452 million miles from Earth. Oh my God, I'll have to bring my motion sickness medication (laughs) and come from the doctor. So cute. So how long did Juno take to reach our massive friend? Well, the spacecraft was launched from Cape Canaveral in August 2011 and entered a polar orbit of Jupiter in July 2016. So five goddamn years to get there. Yet another reason why, like,
1: you think your commute, your 45-minute commute commute is long. Do you want to spend five years traveling to another planet? Five (laughs) years of your life. That's right. In a, in a vehicle. That's right. With <laughs> like, no Instagram. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. They might on have TikTok. Instagram up
1: there. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's your job. If that's your job, yeah. fuck yeah. Get the they'd fuck look, out, they'd out there. They fucking love it. But if it's not your job.
0: Just think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Just take a, just, just get on Think a of all the shit you take on a plane to go somewhere. And now this is to a planet. And wearing an outfit that's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and shitting in a vacuum, which we've talked about. Oh yeah, and all the food comes in
1: uh those vacuum seals yeah, vacuum as well. Seal. So everything going in and out of you is in a vacuum. That's right. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds so think like a, a about it. Stomach ache. Okay, sorry, I'll stop talking about <laughs> so, it. <laughs> uh oh, also I looked up what a polar orbit is, and uh it just means that it's circling vertically rather than horizontally around the planet.
1: Oh, that's good to know. There okay, cool. Go. Okay. So, I knew what orbit was, but I didn't know. Okay, anyway, uh-huh, tell uh-huh. me more.
0: So orbiting this beast is no easy feat, my friends. Dr. Marissa, please remind us how big Jupiter. I would love to talk
1: about it. All right. From solarsystem.nasa.gov. What a cool website. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, Jupiter is the fifth planet from the sun and the largest in the solar system with a radius of a whopping yeah. 43,440 miles. Jupiter is 11 times wider than Earth. She's yeah. very big. Mm-hmm. If Earth was the size of a nickel, Jupiter would be as big as a basketball. And quote, <laughs> I just <laughs> choked. I don't know why, but those numbers feel like nothing. Yeah. But then the optic of like a a nickel versus a basketball really got me. Mm-hmm. That really got me.
0: It, yeah, that blew my mind. Wow. It just I can't. I can't what? We had, we had to go into like American math, which is judging things by fruit size or ball size. I know. <laughs> Don't they do that
1: with women's pregnancy? They measure so. the babies with fruit because it's easier for them to understand. I think so. What is that from? <laughs> DM us if you remember was oh, oh, is it just from everything? No, it
0: was it was from Marvel. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> it was from no! uh, It was from WandaVision. It was from, it was from WandaVision. Oh, oh sweetie. <laughs>
1: My whole brain—it's like a virus. It's all I think about. Okay, <laughs> um,
0: let's recover and talk about Jupiter again. Okay, so it's pretty goddamn big. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, here's another way of wrapping your head around it, okay? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, everyone, please picture Jupiter. You got it. Okay. It's kind of like a seven-layer cake of clouds, right? Yeah. So many clouds. Well, if you wanted a slice of that cake... I do. <laughs> grab yourself the biggest fucking plate possible, okay? <laughs> okay. From caltech.edu, quote, Jupiter's clouds are thought to be about 30 miles or 50 kilometers thick. Oh. 30 miles thick. So that's... Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to. So that was like the distance from my house to my school. Oh wow! In uh, high school, it was a long distance. I drove a long. I drove over a dam. So this is this is a long
0: ways. Yeah, there you go. So make it relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just make it about me. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So below those clouds is a 13,000 mile thick layer. Of hydrogen and helium, which changes from gas to liquid as the depth and pressure increase. Oh my god! Now beneath the liquid hydrogen layer. Oh my god! <laughs> is another twenty-five thousand mile deep sea of liquidy metallic hydrogen. That end quote sounds
1: so cool. Yes. I, I mean, I never want to go, but I do wish like someone could like take a camcorder and yeah, like,
0: right? I want to know what
1: human eye like what would it look like.
0: Yeah, I. I can't, I don't know what liquid metallic hydrogen looks like. I don't know either. And 25,000 miles deep of it. What the fuck? I, What's okay. in there? Probably uh. nothing.
1: <laughs> I feel like not much lives in uh, metallic hydrogen.
0: Yeah. Oof. Ooh. Ooh, I don't, I don't want to see it if it does. So I also know what else. You're wondering, what is beneath all this crap? What is at the center? Yeah. Great question. Dr. Marissa, please tell us, when did Jupiter form? And what did we know about that smothered center? Oh, let's talk about it. All right. Uh, Quote, Jupiter was one of
1: the first planets uh, to... Okay, I'm going to do this again. I want to do Jupiter right. Okay, quote, (laughs) Jupiter was one of the first planets to form in our solar system in the first few million years after the solar system took shape around 4.5 billion years ago. (laughs) Lead researcher Yamila uh, Miguel, an astrophysicist at Leiden University in in the Netherlands, told Live Science, however, we know almost nothing for certain about how it was formed. She added, end quote, at least mm-hmm. she's being honest. Yeah, she was totally at least honest.
0: she's being honest. In the Netherlands, they do that. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, they're just like, I don't know. Yeah. That's, yep. It's on the flag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love the Netherlands. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah. 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 It was so, a compliment. So, my friends, I'm happy to report, now we kind of know. Oh. Uh-huh. <gasps> Since 2016, our probe Juno performed over 40 flyovers of Jupiter, collecting gravitational data at different points around its orbit and using math I will never understand or yeah. can explain. Oh, God. However, Yamala totally got it and was able to see past all the layers. There's a shit ton of layers. And she confirmed, quote... The core of the giant planet revealed a surprisingly high abundance of heavy elements. Ooh. The chemical makeup suggests Jupiter devoured baby planets or planetesimals to fuel its expansive growth. End quote from Harry Baker of Live Science.
1: Okay, yeah. so I don't know what everyone else is picturing. But what I am picturing is a cartoon.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, totally. A cartoon Jupiter, like opening its mouth like a Pac-Man yes. style. Yes, lots of teeth and like big globs of um saliva yep and then eating other cartoon planets and they all have eyes yeah and they're
0: babies and wearing their diapers babies <laughs> innocent
1: planet yes. babies
0: planetesimals yeah so adorable Dr. Marissa, would you like to take turns reporting what this means exactly and how and where those baby planets came from? Oh my God, yes, please, I cannot wait. Okay, from live the Live Science article,
1: scientists find remains of cannibalized baby planets in Jupiter's <laughs> cloud-covered belly. Amazing. Hold on, what a title. Applause. Oh, Applause. just real, <laughs> real beautiful there. Work of art. Okay, quote, the researchers' models revealed that there is an equivalent of between 11 and 30 Earth masses of heavy elements within Jupiter, or 3% to 9% of Jupiter's mass, uh,
0: which is much more than expected. (laughs) Yes, so Jupiter may predominantly be a ball of swirling gas today, but it started its life by accumulating rocky material, just like every other planet in the Solar System. As the planet's gravity pulled in more and more rocks, the rocky core became so dense that it started pulling in large amounts of gas from far distances, predominantly hydrogen and helium, left over after the sun's birth oh. to form an enormous gas filled atmosphere. Oh continuing the quote the study published in
1: the journal of astronomy and astrophysics confirms jupiter's dense core was formed from the absorption of many uh planetismals yeah planetismals large space rocks spanning several miles quote jupiter was the most influential planet in the formation of the solar system, Yamila Miguel, uh, uh, Miguel said, "Its gravitational pull helped shape the size and orbits of its cosmic neighbors. So determining how it came to be has an important has important effects for other planets." She added, "End quote." How like, yeah? How cool that cannibalism mm-hmm. is why we're here today. Put it on a tote. Yeah. If you really boil it down, yeah, put it on a T-shirt. But also, like, how cool that Jupiter is, like, sucking yeah things in, and like, yeah. it's so powerful that everything around it has to be a certain way, and yeah.
0: magical, yeah, magical, a magical bully. Yes, I was gonna say, I was like, there's something toxic about this. So, so it's true, my friends. Understanding how Jupiter came to be will also help us understand how other gas giants in our solar system came to be, like Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Oh my so, God! I just love that you call them gas giants. Sorry. <laughs> Feel free to continue. <laughs> You're holding back. I'm. <laughs> Do you want to let one out? Another, another gas,
1: gas giant. <laughs> gas giants because they have a big fart. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, You're beaming, that's great I know, I'm glowing (laughs) So, our probe, which just so happens to be named after the Roman goddess Juno, wife of Jupiter Will continue to circle her hubby and collect data until 2025 When it will join the planet itself Crashing and burning into it Because that's love, I guess What a metaphor Yeah Oh
1: my god Juno, you can do better (laughs) Girl, he is not he's worth abusive. it. He is not, he is sucking. Who Everyone. knows what else he's sucking into his orbit, <laughs> into his planets. Oh, yeah. Come back, come back to Earth, girl. Hang <laughs> out with us. We got you. We, we got, got some you. We'll keep some you some Margarita
0: safe. Magnificas. Yes, we'll
1: some Cabamba. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll hook you up. I'm sorry. For sure.
0: Uh, so thank you for rating listening subscribing telling your friends about kabamba yeah <laughs> tell them tell them about the theo magnifica margarita tell them about jupiter uh, it was so complicated so complicated so complicated so big oh and please stay interesting
1: please do